Hi, I'm Ariana. And I'm Trilla Gafke. And this is Justice, That's, That's the, the Business, business we're, in. we're In. This Michigan-based podcast focuses on civil rights laws and cases from the perspective of attorney Julie Gafke and her law firm. Attorney Gafke specializes in discrimination cases. This is a podcast for those who are interested in learning more about the law, current events, and the way in which they affect our communities in everyday life. In today's episode, we are going to be highlighting some amazing women who have had great impact in our world. And first, before we get into this episode, uh, we would both like to say Happy Women's History Month. And this is a month that celebrates the triumphs and accomplishments of all women. So I don't think it would be a proper episode without us giving a little bit of background information. So we got the background information from womenshistory.gov and Women's History Month is a month-long celebration that once passed by Congress originated as a week-long celebration. And in 1987, a joint resolution was passed which changed this holiday from one week to the entire month of March. And between the years of 1988 and 1994, Congress passed additional resolutions, and um, this was to request and authorize presidents to mark March as Women's History Month. So we're going to be breaking this episode up into two parts, well, two parts within this one episode. So we wanted to choose some women who we feel like um, aren't as recognized. Yes, they're very popular, but we wanted to do someone... A, people who are a little more unique and so we're breaking it up into past and present so past are women who are no longer alive and then present people who are women who are currently alive so first we're going to start off with Sojourner Truth and she was alive from 1797 to 1883 and she was an amazing woman she was an abolitionist a women's right activist, an orator, and a preacher. She was born into slavery in 19, sorry, in 1797 in New York, and her original name was Isabella Bomfrey, and she later changed her name to Sojourner Truth after she was told by the Holy Spirit to speak her truth. In 19, sorry, in 1827, she escaped slavery and she stayed with an abolitionist family. She is most famous for her Ain't I a Woman speech that she gave in 1851. And this speech took place at the Women's Convention in Akron, Ohio. The speech focused on um, discrimination and mistreatment of black women and the um, even more amazing thing about this speech is that Sojourner never learned to read or write. She was an orator, so an orator is a person who is a talented public speaker. And according to mentalfloss.com, she was the first black woman to successfully sue a white man. And this occurred after her five-year-old son named Peter was illegally sold by a slaveholder. And... Eventually, once she was freed from slavery, she worked as a minister in New York City. Wow, that's incredible. And the next woman we're going to highlight is Amelia Earhart. And the thing about Amelia Earhart 
and Sojourner Truth is that they accomplished all of this before women even were able to vote in mm -hmm. 1919. Um, so it's just incredible that they were able to accomplish so much in a world of discrimination that they faced on a day-to-day -day basis. But Amelia Earhart, she lived, she was born in 1897 and she died in 1939. She was an aviator. Um, her interest in aviation began during World War I after meeting some aviators while she was working at a Canadian military hospital. She took flying lessons with, with actually a female flight teacher, Netta Snook. Um, she was the first woman to fly solo across the Atlantic Ocean and fly solo from Hawaii to the mainland. On June 1, 1937, she left through Miami with the goal of becoming the first woman to fly around the world. Unfortunately, during the last 7,000 miles of her trip, she lost radio connection. It has been estimated that she was around the Howland Islands. Looking at a map, it looks right in the middle of the ocean between Australia, South America, North America, and Asia. Um, so just an incredible woman with high ambitions, and she has influenced a lot of young girls to want to mm -hmm. fly. I think that's even like this. She's her impact is still showing today because aviation is so important. Like, just think about how important representation is. Imagine like a, a young girl getting on a flight and then seeing that your pilot is a woman. And I saw a TikTok a couple weeks ago, like that they made for Women's History Month. It was actually Delta Airlines, and it was the pilot was a woman. Um, the flight attendant was a woman, and then, I don't know the um, technical name for the job, but the person who works under, like, under, like, putting the tires and stuff in place, oh, and yeah. she was also a woman, and they put this whole video together for Women's History Month, and it, it, it made me, it made me so happy, because I was like, wow, that's so great. Yeah, can you imagine being a 10-year-old girl walking on that plane, mm -hmm. and seeing that, and realizing that you can, you can do that too? Yeah, I was. It just it just made me smile. But the next person um, on our past list is Marsha P. Johnson, and she was born in 1945 and um, died in 1992. And she was an activist who was born in New Jersey, and she was a transgender woman who was passionate about LGBTQ rights through her activism. And she was the co-founder of Star House with Sylvia Rivera. And STAR stood for Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries. And this was a house that was found in 1970. And it provided protection, shelter, and food for uh, LGBTQ youth. Uh, Marsha was involved in the Stonewall Riots, which occurred after the, Stone, after the Stonewall Inn, which was a gay bar, was raided by the New York police. And the P in her name for Marsha P. Johnson stands for pay it no mind and <laughs> it. it just makes me smile she was so empowering and um i'll, I'll get into it a little bit later uh, about a documentary but um many transgender people face hate and discrimination and a lot of times this can result in violence from their assailants and in 1992 marcia's body was found in the hudson river 
and they deemed it a suicide, but many think that's not the case. So I recommend checking out the documentary, The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson on Netflix. And it was a really well done documentary and it follows her friend, Victoria Cruz, and she's advocating for justice on Marsha's behalf to figure out what happened to her. Because um, I don't think that this investigation was taken um, seriously and the document share also shares the story of Marsha's life and the lasting impact that she's had um, in New York City um, with the LGBTQ plus community and it was really well done so again if if you have Netflix I recommend checking it out um, and it came out a few years ago so who's the next person the next, the next woman. person woman is Patsy Takimoto Mink and she was born in 1927. She died in 2002. She was a U.S. representative for the state of Hawaii. She was the first woman of color elected into the U.S. House of Representatives. She was the first Asian American woman elected to Congress. She originally wanted to be a medical doctor, but decided to attend law school instead because schools wouldn't admit her into the medical um, program. She attended University of Chicago Law School. She was an advocate for racial and gender equality, bilingual education, and childcare that was affordable. That's so important. Mm -hmm. We're still dealing with that today. Um, she was a huge advocate for Title IX. Title IX is um, sex discrimination mm -hmm. in education, um, prohibits that, and helped write and sponsor that law, actually. It's, it's an important law, and it's still today Mm -hmm. is making a big difference in education and giving equal opportunities to to girls and to women in sports and mm -hmm. in education. Um, in 2002, Patsy caught a pneumonia and passed away one month before re-election to Congress. Her name was still on the ballot, and she still won the election. Um, Title IX law was renamed to commemorate her, actually, the Patsy T. Mink. Equal Opportunity and Education Act. So mm -hmm. what a tremendous um, difference she has made in a lot of girls' and women's lives in education and sports. And, and we're very grateful to everything she did. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was important to highlight her in this episode because it's not someone that people talk a lot about. Um, unless you're, you know, reading or like highly involved in politics or doing your own research. So I thought it would be great to include her in this episode. So uh, Patsy was our last person for past and now we're going on to present. So the first person on, sorry, the first woman on our present list is Malala Yousafzai. And she is an activist and an advocate for girls' education. And she was born in Pakistan in 1997, and she is passionate about education, and her dad was a teacher and ran a girl's school where she lived. So in 2008, the Taliban took control um, of her town in Swat Valley, and one of the strict laws that was put in place is that girls could no longer attend school. And in 2012, uh, Malala spoke out against the uh, Taliban and the right to learn and go to school. So this is a this is a quote. Um, in October 2012, on my way home from school, a masked gunman boarded my school bus and asked, "Who is Malala?" He shot me on the left side of my head. 
I woke up 10 days later in a hospital in Birmingham, England. The doctors and nurses told me about the attack and that the people around the world were praying for my recovery. Malala moved to the UK full-time and in, in 2018, she began her um, university experience at Oxford to study philosophy, uh, econ, and politics. And she graduated in 2020. And most recently, I saw that she just got married, uh, so that is great. But this information was found from her website, so if you want to learn more about her, um, I would check out the Malala Fund. And I think it's so important um, that she's pushing for education for all girls across the globe. Yeah, I mean, she's an incredible force. And I mean, imagine she got shot just because she wanted to go to school. Mm -hmm. um, I actually have a poster on my wall from my daughter who in elementary school she learned about Malala and she colored a poster and she wrote about the incredible sacrifice that Malala made for girls getting an education in Pakistan and the stance she took and and the price she paid you know? mm -hmm. I mean, she could have paid with her life thank goodness um, she didn't die from that because mm -hmm. now she's been advocating for change and advocating more recently for young girls in Afghanistan to get an education, to be able to go to school still. Mm -hmm. um, and that is being taken away, unfortunately. So she's a wonderful person to include in our list here today, I think, for Women's um, Month. And to check out her book because I remember... I remember I was volunteering in like in in one of like my old like middle school and it was like late elementary classes and they the kids who we were hanging out with they were reading her book and I was like that is so awesome. cool that's great another another important woman who is in the US representative right now and really a trailblazer is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez She's been under attack a lot yeah. because she's not afraid to say it like it is, I think, you know. And she actually represents New York's 14th district. Her first political campaign was volunteering for Bernie Sanders' campaign. In 2018, she ran and won her election over Joe Crowley, the incumbent, actually, which was really hard to do. Uh, she ran her campaign on grassroots volunteers and she didn't take money from large corporations. Um, her office and her are passionate about Medicare for all, accessible housing for all, immigration rights, and public safety. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, she really has a lot of integrity. I, I mean, like I said, she says it how it is, and she's not afraid of uh, being verbally attacked by mm -hmm. Her opponents, and she has been verbally attacked mm -hmm. by opponents a lot, including our former president, mm -hmm. who targeted her. I mean, imagine this young woman, only elected in 2018, mm -hmm. and she's getting attacked and mm -hmm. uh, called out by the president. So how scary for her, but she stood up to him. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, the documentary that she was in on Netflix? No, I didn't. It's called uh, Knock Down the House. And it follows her and a number of um, other women who were running um, for political positions on their campaigns. Some of them won, some of them didn't, but one of the ones I, they mainly followed was um, Alexandra. 
So I that one's also on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, I would check out Knock Down the House. It was it was really heartwarming because you got to see like she was talking about her what motivate motivated for her to uh, run for this position and how much she truly loves her community. So um, I I recommend checking that out for sure. Great, great recommendation. So the next person on our list. Last but certainly not least is Katanji Brown Jackson. And I was talking with attorney Gathke yesterday about like this is the perfect time because we were working on this outline. And I was like, she's in the news right now. It's perfect to add her to this list. And she's definitely going to be making history. And she's currently making history as we speak. Well, it's uh it's today is March twenty second, twenty twenty two, and today is the second day of her Senate confirmation hearings. Mm-hmm. So, um, President Biden has already appointed her, um, but she has to go through obviously the Senate confirmation hearings. I I don't think she's going to have a problem. I mean, she's been through that process mm-hmm. several times, mm-hmm. and uh, but you're right, Ariana, that today is a great day to um, highlight the accomplishments of Judge Brown Jackson. So mm-hmm. I'll let you yeah. continue with that. So she is an attorney and a judge, and she graduated from Harvard Law. And like we were just saying, she was appointed to the Supreme Court on behalf of President Joe Biden. And she is one of the most qualified Supreme Court nominations. And this is because her experience consists of working as a public defender, serving on the U.S. Sentencing Commission as vice chairman, and this was uh, to reduce unjustified sentencing disparities and ensuring that federal sentences were fair and balanced. And federal trial, she's experienced as a federal trial court judge, and she clerked for the Supreme Court Justice uh, Stephen Breyer, and she will be taking his spot because he is retiring. Um, and Isn't that just amazing? That, mm-hmm. How that worked out. I mean, that that's that is something for mm-hmm. um, that just it doesn't always happen. But when it does, it seems like the universe is aligned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And you know, there's been some criticism in the press about you know maybe some of the individuals she represented as a public defender. Um, but I think that's unfair, and I think that that is not looking at the Constitution and not looking at the fact that individuals are innocent and pro- until proven guilty. I mean, that's, that's an important part of our system, and the fact that she was part of that and experienced that, where no other Supreme Court mm-hmm. justice has experienced that, um, to my knowledge. And... Uh, I think that's pretty important, and uh, she'll she'll play an important part on that court mm-hmm. having that background. Mm-hmm. And she's taking the torch on to like the next step because, uh, like I had mentioned like a little bit ago, she clerked for the judge that is the Supreme Court judge who is retiring. So he must be extremely happy right now, knowing um, how far she's come. So this. I am so proud of all of the women on this list who have accomplished so much and it just reminds us that women belong in all places where 
when decisions are being made. And this is a quote from Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And do you have any final words, Attorney Gaffey? Well, I, I love that quote um, you just said from Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I think that all of these women demonstrate all the different places that um, women belong. And that's all places decisions are made. So I'm, I think that it's important for women to lift up women. And when you do that, you know, there's important change and, and decisions that get made and that's for the good of all. So mm-hmm. um, I'm happy that we're able to celebrate Women's History Month. I'm happy to be talking to you about it. And I think that the list of women we've highlighted is just the tip of the iceberg, but... Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot more women that we could talk about, and there's a lot more women to come. So, Yes, for sure. I'm like, if we talked about every single woman that we thought was amazing, we'd be on here all day. <laughs> all day. But thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and check out our future episodes. Thank you. Bye.